When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness. Where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here to trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Don. Bradley and Don. A Mike Ganger production. Hello and welcome to the show. Hope you're having a great day. It's the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm Don McLean. That's Bradley Trainer. And hey. over there, running the ship is Mike Ganger, our wonderful producer. Welcome back. Who Thank is you. back after having a how was your birthday? Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. All of the things I love. Yes. Oh. Weekend was very, very busy, uh, but a lot of fun stuff, including yesterday. Uh Double feature of both uh, Killers of the Flower Moon and oh, the awesome. Monday Night Football games. So, well, we'll yeah. have to check in with yeah. at least your thoughts on Monday Night Football. Sure, sounds good. Not at all, <laughs> but definitely Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes, absolutely. Before we get there, though, oh my god, oh my god, the day is here. Come through. Oh, oh, we're finally here. We made it. It's Britney Memoir Day, day one, zero hour. It's time. Have you gotten your books yet, you guys? Um, her memoir, The Woman and Me. A Woman and Me? It's The Woman and Me. I don't know. You, you've been listening. Uh, the I, Woman. Though I was like, it's got to be. Well, like, I don't know. I, I could. That actually could be the title. Or it would probably be more like a chapter of my own autobiography. Okay. A Woman and Me. Her name was Wanda. It's a long story. Anyway, back to Brittany. The Woman and Me is out. It's on bookshelves or, in my case, on my Audible app. It was there first thing this morning, Dawn. I rolled out of bed before I turned on the news, as is usually the case in my world. I checked Audible, and sure enough, a woman and me uh, was sitting, waiting in my uh, Audible app. So... We are here finally. Enough of the tabloids telling us what to think about Britney's story. We can hear it in her own words. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, mediated through probably a writer. Although I've got thoughts and opinions. Have you started reading the book yet? I don't have it yet. Do you know when it's... Who did you order it through? Amazon. Amazon. Did mm-hmm. you get a notification that it was on its way or something? Um, I haven't yet, but I did get a charge on my Amazon. Well, so card. it means it must be on its way. I I would be surprised if you didn't get it today cuz I feel like they ship those books in advance so that it comes so that you get it on the day anyway. Fingers crossed that it gets here soon. Listeners, if you've gotten the book, let us know. If you've got thoughts, let us know. Email what have you. Here's the thing. The audible uh version, so the audiobook of The Woman and Me 
The prologue is actually Brittany. Is it? The prologue is read by Brittany herself. Okay. The book itself was read by Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. So you got to hear Brittany's voice. How much did you listen to? Well, here's the other thing. It's a quick read, you guys. I think it's about five hours and something long. It's not oh, super long. Okay. I don't know how many pages I'd have to look up. The woman in me page I kind of wish I just would have gotten the audible. Why? Because of, you know, I re- I'm a slow reader. <laughs> 288 pages. That ain't nothing. Okay. It's far less than any of those dumb books they made us read in school. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> 288 ain't nothing. It's about five hours for an Audible book. I mean, I you, my typical Audible audio book is about 20-some hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to be listening to this for the next week. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm uh, about an hour in, about four or five chapters in. And I have definite thoughts. I don't want to just tell you everything. I just don't want to like have diarrhea of the the mouth when it comes to the audiobook because I want you to have your own experiences. But I'm happy to give you, you know, initial thoughts, thoughts about Michelle. Like, what are the things that you're curious about? Do you think listeners will be curious about uh, when it comes to the book and maybe the audiobook itself? I want to know where does she start? She starts at the very beginning. Like it's very birth? much a chronological read so okay. far, at least the first four chapters. It's very much childhood. Like, my grandparents were this, and then oh. they did this, and then my parents really? did this, and then I did this. Yeah. It's, okay. It's very much sort of like where my family's from, my grandparents. You do learn some very interesting things about, like, for example, you will learn where she gets her British accent. Oh, the fake British accent that she puts on yeah. every now and then, which people have been like, uh-oh, she's slipping into another personality. No, she just likes to have fun, you guys. She well, likes to do accents. And it comes from her grandma. So her grandma is her British. Her maternal grandmother was from England. Okay. Her maternal grandmother came from England. Uh, she met her Britney's paternal grandfather during the war. He was a GI over mm. in, in uh, stationed in England. Brought her back. She was kind of like, um, I left London for this, like Podunk Dairy Farm. Right. And was like sort of trapped. Really interesting family stories is my point. You'll oh, start, I love history. It starts there. But I did think like, and she says, that's where I got my love of the British accent. It just makes me feel fancy. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, so she's aware that people are totally... You know, they poke it because they must poke at that all the time. Like, why do you why you got that fake accent? Oh, yeah. We've seen tabloid stories. Her grandma had a British accent and she See? was real fancy. This all makes sense now. So Michelle Williams, what are what is your opinion on her read of Britney's book? Now, I wanted to do a little research before the show. I didn't. So forgive me. I will go back at some point and try to figure out what the connection is here. I honestly think this was a brilliant move by whomever, Simon and Schuster, whoever came up with the idea of having Michelle Williams do it. I was like, this is going to be disconcerting because I'm going to want to hear Britney, but I'm hearing Michelle Williams. It's going to be, there's going to be some asynchronicity. I don't know what the fancy word would be like. It's just not going to make sense. It makes total sense. Michelle Williams is either coincidentally... Um, how do I describe this? Like coincidentally has like a Britney-ness okay, quality like to her voice. Vocally similar. 
or she is just that great of an actress so because she, oh, okay. as she's reading, you know, it's Michelle Williams. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's not like she's doing a parody oh. or an impression. But she has some of the same speech patterns as Brittany. Okay, that's great. And is able to inhabit, and I'm not overselling this, I promise you, if you listen, if you choose to listen to the audiobook of The Woman and Me, there is a pattern, a cadence, uh, an accent, a lilt in her voice that, that just gives Brittany. Mm. Whether it's intentional or not or studied, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe she talks about this at some point, Michelle Williams, like how they chose her, blah, 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 if she if it was intentional. I wonder but if it, Brittany chose it, her. Best of all, it works. That's the most important thing. It yeah, works it's, listening okay, to Michelle good. Williams read Brittany's memoir. So, so far, you've gotten through. Are you into like Disney years where she's she just started Disney? Yep. Okay. She just got her gig at Disney. Can I just say, I have, there's so much to talk about and I want you to catch up. So I want, I know you, you're waiting for this book, but girl, you got to catch up because you're going to have so, I want to hear I'm what you so think. I'm so busy this week. I want with paranormal stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Know. Well, that's fine. If you don't want to, I mean, I, I do. I'm want happy to. to just share those stories with you. I just don't want to. Have all the experience until you get there. So here's the thing I will share. She, what was your question? My question is uh, where you are oh. in the Britney experience, like Disney. This she just girl, got the gig. This girl. I am also having these thoughts. Okay. You know, she was a child star. Mm-hmm. People may not know exactly how much of a child star she was. They may not know that she was like in a Broadway production as an understudy and then left oh. that wanted to go back to um, basically just she's had this push pull between like wanting to be in her like hometown with her family, but also wanting to do all this other stuff with her voice and dancing and all that. And then she gets involved with the Mickey Mouse Club. She doesn't go into a terrible ton of detail. Like we're moving fast. We're clipping. Right. Because, again, it's only five hours and we're, we're already I'm like four chapters in. An, which is an hour. I'm a yeah. fifth of the way through the book and she's already in the Mickey Mouse Club and done. Um, but it, she talks about meeting Justin Timberlake. She talks about all this other stuff. But the one thing that has hit home for me so far is the industry of child performers is really weird. Oh, yeah. I don't know that I approve. Oh, no. What I mean by that is I'm like, this is like an industry. Mm-hmm. I kind of know that, right? Like yeah. dance moms, like you name it. Society is right. I mean, go all the way back to Gypsy, right? For sure. The musical, I'm saying the story, the life of Gypsy Rosalie. Like we know that that's always been a thing since vaudeville. It's not like she came up with the Stage idea mothers. and put herself in auditions. No, but my point is, as she's telling these stories, you're like, I don't know if this is good for these kids. Right, I know. Especially if they don't have the firmest, most grounded foundations in their family. Because by the age of, and this is not just the industry, it's also part of her story. By eighth grade, she's drinking and smoking. Oh. And making out with boys. Now look. Well. Who of us hasn't? Yeah. Done things, you know, at that age, right? Like we all act out and stuff. But it's weirdly like she's treated like a little adult. Oh. You know, at an age where I just don't think most kids need to be acting like adults. Mm, but it's in an adult world that she has to. She's very much in an adult world. It's like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. She wasn't thrown into an adult world and had a lot of drug problems. Yeah. And this is 13. not like that. This is not that 
dark, okay. at least yet. By the point that I've stopped reading, she was with her first music producer and recording her first album. Oh, that's she is clipping along. I told you. So you've listened to about an hour? Yeah. Is that right? Okay. And so she's already into like age 15 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, just it's about. When, I don't know when yeah, she 15, did her first 16, album. I think she started shopping around. It looked like 15 from tabloid stuff that I saw. But, of course, those are tabloids. I think they took it from the book, though. Um, so, uh, let's see. When was she born? What year was she born? Because this was 1999. Well, f- she's 41. Anyway, she's a teenager, is the, the moral of that story. Mm-hmm. And it just and she talks about being very preco- precocious. And there's so many follow-up questions I have about, because she does move so fast, that mm-hmm. I want to be like, wait, girl, did you... Does it feel weird to you looking back? And maybe she'll get there. Maybe she'll have some like reflective moments towards the end. Yeah. But I'm like, how did you feel about being, you know, like you wanted all of these things, but like, you know how you're a kid and you want all the things? Of course. But then you you start to experience the things and you're like, ooh, Mm -hmm. and look back. And when you look back as an adult, you're like, that's why my parents didn't want me to do X, Y, Z because they knew that I wasn't ready or like, I just am curious about that. Like, okay, so this happened. Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing it. But now how do you reflect on that? Cause she's not doing a lot of that yet. I see. Okay. Well, it's, it's, so she's not, she's just sort of telling the story as it story goes. Of events. Yeah. Okay. And, and she isn't saying, I wish that I wasn't put in that position or she hasn't said anything like that. No. Okay. No. All right. But I'm sure we'll get to that because, well, yeah, yeah, you know, she will. She talks about back. her dad being a hot mess alcoholic, but she actually oh. frames it like talks about his struggles in life and how his father was extremely abusive uh, oh. with him and also very controlling. controlling. Mike? Ironically, uh, Baby One More Time was actually debuted 25 years ago yesterday. <gasps> wow. Oh. 25 years ago as of yesterday. So 19. think it was ironic or it was, was maybe that it was totally planned? But maybe that it was totally planned. Yeah. But yeah, she was 16 at that time. Yep. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So by that point, she's already like, you know, she's done a lot for a 16 year old. Holy cow. Yeah, it's always interesting to see what kind of family these these child stars grew up in. And a lot of a lot of them end up talking about it later in life because it wasn't the ideal situation. Not all of them, of course, but, you know, there are well, f- there are quite a few. Also, the thing that sticks out to Brittany's memoir, The Woman and Me, the part that I've read so far is that. I think also because she has had such a unique life slash very limited privileged position that very few of us will ever have. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I, th- 
I would not be surprised if that has also made her feel more singularly unique and alone, oh, which is both, sure. a, both a blessing and a curse because you think that your family situation is the reason everything is the way it is in your life. When it's like, actually, a lot of people can relate to the things you're sharing. Like, how, yes. who amongst us hasn't had some sort of like family drama, right? Like sure, yeah. some more severe than others. So you also want to give her a great big hug and go, girl, like, I know you probably felt alone, but you really aren't alone. Right. Like people can relate the people that are reading this story, I guarantee can relate in their own way and are probably having that experience as they read. I mean, I certainly did. I was thinking about like my childhood and not like I'm trying to compare myself to Britney Spears. But the mark I think of a good storyteller is somebody telling a story that you can relate to, even if it's completely unrelatable. Right. Because they talk about the human experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to read it. Hopefully it'll be in my mailbox today. Um, you can yes. do it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, uh, Mike. When we come back, do you want to tell us all the latest from Hollywood and maybe even a little bit about Killers of the Flower Moon? I'd love to. Yeah. All right. When we come back, right here on my. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Your teeth are beautiful, and even if they're not, I've got a great place for you to go so that they can be even more beautiful, and that's Dakota Dental. I love my smile, thanks to Dakota Dental. They've been there not just for those regular checkups and cleanings, but also things like uh, implants. If you've got questions about dental implants, here's the thing, you know, I had a crown that failed in the front of my uh, mouth, so like right there in the front. And when that crown failed, they were like, hey, look, here's the thing, we can't replace that crown, or if we did, it's just not going to last very long, which that would be a very expensive proposition over time. So they were like, let's think about a dental implant. And I was like, all right, tell me all about it. So they did. And I'm so grateful I was with Dakota Dental to get that implant because they're truly one of the premier dental implant specialists in the entire state of Minnesota. To learn more, call Dakota Dental today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. And the Ad Council. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. He has all the latest in entertainment. It's Mike Ganger with the Dirt Alert. Let's do a unique start to the Dirt Alert. You guys want to talk about Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah, you saw it yesterday. What did you think of this Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese, David Grand masterpiece? Yeah, Martin Scorsese, Leo, uh, they are absolutely um, my favorite. Some of my favorite movies of all time were done by those two. Absolutely love some some of their work. This was a masterpiece. Oh, Three and a half hours. Doesn't mean it was entertaining. Oh. I will say the headline that I saw was like, Um, it is. I see. You will not. I can't remember, but yeah. is something very similar. Tell us why you think that. My favorite, yeah, the favorite thing I saw and I completely agree with was you're going to appreciate the film more than you're going to enjoy the film. Got it. And oh, I would okay. completely agree with that. It was hmm. unbelievable. The acting was incredible. Lily Gladstone was fantastic. Leo was great. Robert Downey, or Robert De Niro, I should say, was amazing. Jesse Plemons, who comes in, all sensational. The filming, everything was great. It's a heavy Oh, heavy, it's a terribly dark, dark story. Terrible right? story. Yes. Do you want to give people a little bit of a yep. thumbnail? So this is in the 1920s. The Osage Native American tribe in Osage County, Oklahoma. Um, the, there's uh, oil that was found. So all of a sudden, all these people own this land. The Osage uh, people. They were always kind of. It was a, kind of a joke that they had this terrible land and they couldn't do much with it because it was bad land. Well, it turns out there was oil there. They're so now, now of all of a sudden, yeah. per capita, they're like the richest people in existence and like in the world. 
world. And they're sitting there going through this whole process. And then obviously where there's lots of money, you start getting people who are trying to take advantage of that. And this kind of tells that story. The book, from what I understand, tells that story, but then also really focuses on the creation of the FBI because mm-hmm. this is one of these big huge first like FBI cases yeah. that, that that was um tackled and um the movie definitely is more about Lily Gladstone's character Molly Burkhart and her family. She's the actress from Reservation Dogs. Um I believe so uh I'm not actually sure on that. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen Reservation Dogs so I've I'm not sure. I watched the entire series. Okay. Maybe I just don't recognize her. Um, so then maybe it's yeah. maybe not. But um, yeah, it's like I said, it's really, really well done. It's it's amazing. It's long, though. I know, uh, Don, you're feeling sometimes on these three and a half hour <laughs> movies. It it absolutely could have been edited out. A lot okay. of these scenes that they're trying to make epic and amazing could have oh. been a lot shorter. It just it, it was heavy. It was dark. I'm glad I watched it. Never going to watch it again, probably. Okay. But um, it uh it was very well done. Not right. maybe the most entertaining film. Yeah, absolutely. And I think she played Hockdy Samson in that show. Don, right. does that sound familiar? Yes, that's not. Gotcha. Yeah, that has a special. She's a special character that oh, isn't okay. there every day. Mike, say. yeah, thank you. Thing entertainment. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Head to wearealight.org today to learn about this organization. By the way, based right here in the Twin Cities, I've known and been a part of uh, a light and sharing their story with you, my talkers, for years now. And it all started with a 5K run inside of a refugee settlement in Uganda. I know when you say those words together, it sounds uh, unique and it certainly was one of the most unique experiences I've ever had in my life. But what it truly taught me was the power of the work that a light is doing in over 20 countries around the world every single day of the year helping displaced persons, whether they're in a refugee settlement, whether they're fleeing war, conflict, or famine. Wherever they are at, the team at Alight is there to meet them where they are, to help them get access to food, shelter, and so much more. Head to wearealight.org today to learn how you can support that work. 681. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain, and this is Blinded by the Item. Blind items are celebrity gossip with the names left out. Together we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. Oh my God. It's today is the day it happened. What are we going to do? Britney's book is out. Let's take the day off. I mean, we do need to do this 30-minute podcast, though, for are a second. Are you sure? Can we just play excerpts <laughs> from the book? I don't think The Woman so. and Me? Yeah. I have not started it because I got a physical copy and it didn't arrive yeah. at my house yet. Pro tip, I guess in future, like, I don't know. It seems kind of a rookie mistake for them to not public, like, give the, <laughs> make sure the book is in your hands the day it comes out. Well, it's interesting. Online, yeah. When I got up early this morning to go to the gym, there was an Amazon package on our lawn. And I'm like, what the heck? Right at the front of our driveway. And I thought, oh, it must be my Britney book. No, it was just a package for my significant other. And we're like, what did somebody get this in their mailbox? And they're like, this isn't mine. They just threw it in our yard. Or maybe the Amazon driver was in a hurry. Maybe. (laughs) Well, hurry up, Amazon. Get Dawn her books that we can all enjoy the woman and me. Yes. And when you say the woman in me, you don't That's mean a the woman title in of you. The memoir, not the actual woman in me. Yeah. And there's a woman in all of us. Sure, there is. Whether you want her or not.
<laughs> so are you enjoying it so far? Oh, my God. It's amazing. OK. I mean, look, we've just been waiting so long to hear from her directly. I'm glad that I'm finally hearing her voice, even if it's mediated through a ghostwriter and Michelle Williams, who, by the way, does a great job. I had no idea Michelle Williams could somehow inhabit the voice of Britney Spears without sounding like a. She's not like, like doing a, a parody. impression. No. Right. OK. Mm. Well, great. I she didn't forward. do sexy baby voice the whole time. That would be <laughs> oh, kind of awesome. No. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I can't wait to dig into it, and it might show up in a blind item. I don't know. That'd be nice. Fortunately for you two, I am going to do sexy baby the whole time. So. Oh, yeah! Let's do it! <laughs> Let's start off with this one here. This A-plus list mostly movie actor wanted to do a deal to buy the studio where most of his work is, but all of the money guys he has have been sanctioned and can't get access to the funds that are needed to accomplish this deal. It, it was uh, all said and done, which is why the owner of the studio can't find anyone else here at this point. The money guys have asked for the government to allow them to do said deal. Oh, my gosh. That this is an A-plus actor. Yeah. Is this like a Tom Cruise thing? Exactly. Oh, wow. Good job. Is it a... Well, so then sanction, it's like the money guys are in Scientology? Uh, yes. So there's belief oh, of that being the case. Okay. And, and then who's the, the studio? The studio. Is it uh, Skyfall? Isn't that like his studio? No. Hmm. Nope. That's a James Bond movie. No, I'm just kidding. It might no, be a studio like as well. Studio. But I'm just, <laughs> But that's not, this is, we're talking about one of the big players when it comes to studios. One of mm-hmm. the big, big studios. Oh, he wanted to buy a big studio. Very, very big, big studio. Is it the studio that The studio that did... most of his work okay. is at, yes. Okay. Well. They have a streamer. Find... They have a streamer, and it is Paramount. Yep. Okay. Oh, oh interesting. My gosh. No, Tom. Uh, according to the blind, uh, the Paramount, and uh, well, according to as you tied all together, Tom Cruise uh, had a deal in place, or at least working on it with his money guys to make a purchase of Paramount. And uh, but unfortunately, the money guys, or at least unfortunately for him, the money guys have been sanctioned and can't get access to the funds needed to accomplish the deal. And that is why the owner now can't find anybody else. We found out yesterday that there's some rumors of Paramount potentially being up for sale. Oh, and uh, it sounds like Paramount Global is going to have a a little bit of a shakeup, and that means Paramount Plus and some of the other parts of the studio could be oh. open for business. Okay, um, so for sale. I just think anybody that I don't know, I would be really you careful guys. doing business with that organization. I hope Elon doesn't buy. Oh God, stop Paramount it! Why Plus. are you trying to scare us all? That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk in a movie studio. And nope. in charge of everything that's happened with Paramount. Absolutely pictures not. In the past, that's what's scary. Okay, we don't want to be scared anymore. Do you have another one? Yeah, because this is the uh, Paramount to Global has been dropping pieces of it for a while. They actually have uh, a majority stake in BET. And we heard about mm-hmm. that sale potential. They sold Simon well, & Schuster, and that was, the KKR, um, for $1.62 oh, billion. Oh. And they also now reportedly might be uh, moving on Paramount+. Plus. Skydance, I think, is Sky Dance in the studio. Is okay. I was thinking of, not Skyfall. Gotcha. Sorry, I was like, I know there's something in my head with Sky and mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Anyway. Cool. So there's our first one. Good job. Let's do another one. This Disney princess will walk away with her millions of dollars for her crappy company that she already took out. It's the investors who are left holding the bag of losses. Oh. Mm. Disney princess who is... uh, Mm. Cash out on some millions while everybody else is left holding the bag. A 
a Disney princess who's got like her own company? Yep. Is this like a Jessica Alba? Was she ever a Disney princess? Don't no. believe she was, but it's not her. Okay. Mm, this isn't the Little Mermaid, is it? Nope. Uh, Bailey. Okay. Nope. Um, like what kind of princess? Like a Cinderella? Um, I mean the same concept. There's some debate on whether this character technically technically is a princess. Anne but... Hathaway. No, oh, that's is Princess it... Diaries. Whoops. <laughs> is it? So then, but is it, it but Belle? It... No. What's her name? Who's the actress who played Belle in Beauty and the Beast? I don't remember. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. You're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Emma Watson. Oh. The most recent one, the okay. live action version. I did not like that. Disney movie. princess. I don't think many people did. But uh, so it, it is an animated character that this person voices. Oh, okay. Oh, Merida. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Dory, the legendary Dory. Disney princess. Technically not a princess, but still close. Oh my God. I so think dumb. these. What about this person is technically a princess, but not considered always a Disney oh, princess. Is it? Um, Shrek, um, Princess no. Fiona. Nope. What's her name? Cameron Diaz. Cameron no. Diaz. Okay. Okay. So let's think of is she known for any other roles, or oh, she's yeah. primarily she's known oh. for many other roles. Okay. She just voiced of Disney princess. Correct. Okay. Is she many other roles? A though. superhero in another franchise? Oh, I'm sh- and all that she has done. I am trying to think. I don't think she's ever been a superhero that I'm aware of. No. Can you please read The Blind again? I would love to. Here you Thank go. Thank you. Uh, this Disney princess will walk away with her millions of dollars from her crappy company that she already took out. It is the investors who are left holding the bag of losses. Do we know she has a crappy company? Oh, we know she's got company, sure. And we actually know the story that this blind is referencing. I think it broke yesterday. Oh. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Well, why Whether you guys that? talked about it, I don't know. I had the day off. Oh, that's right. Maybe say, we didn't. I don't think we did, because I don't remember somebody's company going belly up or whatever getting mm-hmm. sold lots of different roles um tv slash movies and i'll even say uh, most success in movies but that's hard to say actually i'd say almost an even split between tv and movies for this uh young lady mm. and the company doesn't have anything to do with the movie industry it's not like a no it's okay. more of a, so life- it's like a lifestyle, lifestyle brand. exactly it's a specific uh lifestyle brand for a specific part of life Menopause. She she uh, shares something with me, uh, in common with many women. She has mm-hmm. privilege. The, yes, privilege. <laughs> I don't know. Bo- I was it, like certain body parts. Paltrow pro- is it? Okay. She got a little baby. Oh oh, she got baby. It's a oh no, it's not babies? Jessica Alba. So it's uh, it's a baby brand. Jessica Biel. Mm-mm. Um, it's a baby uh, brand. Oh, gosh. Because yeah, I was thinking this of is... The Honest Company. And I will yeah. say she's founded this company with not only herself, but also her uh, husband, who is uh, not quite as high as she is on the list, but mm. he's up there as well. Wow. Is this a couple? Mm. A couple? Uh, wow. Reese Witherspoon? Nope. No. Who? Oh, there's so this many is, lifestyle why is so brands. Hard? Mostly comedic movies. Huh? Um Although the TV roles have kind of been all around the, did she? Is she world. so she's funny? Yeah, it's not Amy Poehler. Most people think she's uh, quite funny. Nope. <laughs> Her oh. husband is a little bit known more to be funny or funnier. Scarlett Johansson, very funny. Melissa McCarthy. Nope, nope. All great guesses. Uh, okay. Very good guesses. She does that incorrect. Hotels.com commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
This person had some uh, big time, again, TV roles. Um, her most notable actually went for like 15 years in the early two th- mid 2000s until just a few years ago. Jennifer Aniston. Nope. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, is it a friend? She was a detective in that series. She was oh, a detective? Oh, I believe. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay? Mariska. No. Mariska. A detective. I think she was a detective. I've never actually seen the series. But yeah, she's okay. a, I think she's like a private investigator. Is it? Oh, gosh. Okay, this, this is, is some, thumping this is the crap out of me. This is uh, stupid. Think okay. of some of the highest grossing Disney projects of all time. The highest grossing Disney project of all time. Star Wars? Mm. No, but yes, but no. <laughs> Animated with a princess. Oh. Toy Story. That's a good idea, but it's not. And it's <laughs> Mr. Ed. It's cold in here. Frozen. Oh. Kristen Chenoweth. There you go. No. Not her. Oh. <laughs> the other one. Oh. Adele Dezine. Adele Dezine. No, Idina Mazzel. You're Menzel? right with Kristen. It's just the wrong Kristen. It's not what Kristen Bell. Oh. And that's how you can hear the bell. You oh got my it right. gosh. Of course, Veronica oh, Mars you, on oh. TV. She was in Gossip Girl in The Good Place and a my bunch God. of TV it roles. How much. Had a bunch of movie roles as well. But uh, Kristen Bell recently, or uh, we found out recently as of. Uh, earlier today, actually, it looks like that baby brand founded by actors Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard has filed for bankruptcy. Is it called Hello Bello? Uh, oh. Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. I would Hello like Bello. to give a shout out to listener C. There you go. Thank you. you. Hello Bello <laughs> is uh, closing up shop, and according to this blind, uh, Kristen Bell it's and her like husband, Dax Shepard, will be <laughs> taking all of their millions they've already taken from the company, and the investors are the ones left holding the bag of the bankruptcy. Uh-oh. So there you go. Thank you. That was a, was a really one. Do you fun just one. ever feel like their brand was over, sort of like overblown or oversaturated or overextended somehow? Because they're just everywhere. Oh, they two. really are kind of like Will and Jada talking about their relationship a lot. I will or say Or trying. That. And then remember that whole airport thing, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. where they bought like all them fancy sheets. And people are like, girl, you can afford a, like a night at the Ritz. What are you doing? What are you doing sleeping in the airport? Yeah. Yeah, it's the border, the, the the risk you run when you're hosting a podcast like Dak Shepard's doing. Yeah. A lot of times you become the story yeah. of the I guests know. that you have on the story mm-hmm. when you're not allowing the guests to be the story. And I feel like he maybe falls victim of that. I yeah, I that. saw an article or recently about how he, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you should have a podcast. That was the title. Well, that, that. that's <laughs> and they can apply to a lot of him. people. Yeah. Probably ourselves included. But thanks for listening. <gasps> Let's but we're do not celebrities. One. Aren't we? Girls, think Celebrity about yourself. in my own mind. <laughs> uh, this housewife first cheated on her husband with a barely there celebrity offspring. Oh. This housewife cheated with the barely there celebrity offspring. Uh-huh. Is this Kyle Richards? Uh-uh. Is she a common housewife subject of discussion? Was. Bethany Frankel? Nope, nope. 
Kelsey Grammer. Not technically a housewife now. Oh, Nene Leaks? Oh, Kim, Kim Zosiak! With a... Oh, wait barely, a minute. Barely their celebrity, celebrity offspring. <gasps> oh. Yep. Brooklyn Beckham? Get there. No. No, come through. This is more recent. More recent. Oh. A very surreal experience for them, I'm wondering. (gasps) Oh, Chet Hanks. Beer can. Oh. I don't know if I buy this one, but we're going to go with it. According to the blind item, uh, those rumors of those two kind of hitting it off a little bit during this real life. Oh, I totally buy it. Apparently, uh, yeah, Kim uh, cheated on uh, Croy first with with that. So for the audience... Chet Hanks, Kim Zolciak on the surreal life, mm-hmm. allegedly filming, flirting, what have you. Yeah, I read because I'm obsessed with Kim and Croy now. I'm totally <laughs> invested in what happens with these two because yesterday, Mike, they were seen going to L.A. Yeah, for her vaginal rejuvenation surgery oh, together! together. Wow, he was getting well, on a flight with her, and we're like, what are they doing together? And also. I was reading that in the court documents, remember how she was like, we still have sex. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. he doesn't really want to be away from me. He responded through his lawyers by saying, just because we have sex doesn't mean I, we still want to be together. (laughs) And I was like, well, I kind of think you should reframe that or rethink that because you ain't going to like part ways if you keep doing it. Like, you're not selling the idea that you want to get divorced if you're still sleeping together. Yeah, just get divorced. Yeah. We know he's got like a $20,000 bed. Now she's got like a $20,000. What is that? Just had rejuvenation done. Oh, there you go. Probably more than twenty k, but I don't know how much it is. Yeah, she got a $20,000 showroom. There you go. Good for her. It's right off the showroom floor. Well, I wonder if Chet Hanks is going to be taking a test. Oh God, I'm sorry. That's horrible. Let's do another one. This foreign-born, one-named, permanent A-list singer has no desire to ever tour again. Doesn't have the voice any longer to do it, and makes way more money and not doing it. And is never going to be forced to uh, be on the road for two years. Foreign-born. Foreign-born. Adele. Uh, yep, that's quite the easy one. Adele. And again, we just found out she's going to be extending her residency once again into June of next year. So, yeah, but it makes yeah. a lot of sense. She said the stage is the place for me in one of her interviews and said uh, she's loving what she's doing right now. So my mom saw her, truth be told, oh, that's last right. Friday. Okay. And? Oh, my God. She said, well, first of all, she's like, when are we going again? So we're trying to get tickets for this extended show, um, which I I can't remember the date that those tickets go on sale, but you can register. I think you had to register by yesterday. Anyway, Uh moral of the story is she was like, oh, my God, this is one of the best shows I've been to in my life. She comes down into the audience, has conversations, I guess, with her anxiety. One of the things she hated about big stadium concerts was just how impersonal it was. And she could not feel Mm -hmm. connected to the audience. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, she like walks through the audience has conversations with actual people. Wow. She was talking to a woman who was there with her daughter. There was a sister who couldn't go with them, but was back at the hotel because they couldn't get a third ticket. Oh, my god! So Adele has someone go to the hotel and bring <gasps> the sister in. No. For the show. And she was like, she did like two or three things like that in between what? singing amazingly and with like all of these great like effects. She was like, it was so, oh. it was so wonderful. That's so So I think the moral of the story is I think it just 
it just adds credibility to what the blind item is suggesting that this format really suits her. Plus being on the road, you know, it's just not good for your body to be get picking up and moving every day. Yeah. Somewhere sure. else. I mean, it's just stressful. So I'm sure that affects people's vocals as well. All right. Let's do another one here. Fabulous. This talk show host has been seeing a guy for a few months. It was only after they had been dating for a month that he finally decided to leave his wife. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, this keeps happening. Yeah, it does. Oh, Why are we doing this? So we don't really know the, the, the wife or that situation. We just but know you the know talk the show host. Talk show host mm-hmm. is it Kelly? It is not. Because mm-hmm. I think Kelly would do that. Mm, yeah, she that would be very bad. So who for would? Her. Well, especially because Drew Barrymore. Oh yep. my God, oh, Drew! Drew! According to the blind items here, Drew Barrymore has been seeing a guy for a few months. It was only after they had been dating for a month that he finally decided to leave his wife. Of course, yesterday we heard the news that Drew thanks Taylor Swift for inspiring her to go date again. So that means she's getting ready to announce. She just slipped off the part where it's like, go dating again with single people. (laughs) I feel like poor Drew. Girl, you need a um, publicity timeout. We need to fire some people. Get you a new team. Yeah. Because we don't need any more scandal in 2023. Right. Because you don't just, she just, you know, she went through a lot. Oh, two days ago. Look at this. Two days ago from some website. Okay. (laughs) Take that for what it's worth. (laughs) Wow. What is this on the interweb? News.com.au. It's just one of those sites that I don't always, well, this actually comes from page six, so I take that back. Drew Barrymore secretly dating a man for the last three years. What? Wait, what? what? Drew Barrymore has revealed she's been off the market for the last few years after announcing the first time that she's in love. Is this real? Did, look at the date on that. October 22nd. Didn't she this just year? get divorced last year? Um. In a preview for Monday's episode of the Drew Barrymore show, she reveals to Gwyneth that she's been seeing someone sort of in and, in and around the last three oh, years. Sorry. She was reflecting and actually opened up about the divorce last year, but no, she divorced 2016. She further discloses that they met on an exclusive members-only dating app, Raya. Oh, look. Oh, that is the the celebrity dating app. Like, you Mm -hmm. can't just get on Raya. You have to be approved. She brought her man to a wedding. I invited him to a wedding next weekend, and he said, wow, after three and a half years, you're going to invite me to a wedding? Mm. I don't know what that means. But now I am fully invested based on this blind item. Drew, be careful. No. You don't need any more bad press, honey. So Mm-mm. I wonder if he was three and a half years ago, he was married and then started dating her then. Well, you or think she'd be very careful about the timing if that was the case, right? Yeah. Oh, but boy. you'd also think she'd be more careful about putting her foot in her mouth around the <laughs> writer's and actor's strike. When, yeah, yeah, when you started dating someone, okay, if there's some controversy crossed. about it. Yes. Let's do another one here. This singer set up shop uh, in a bar and had someone bring him women until he found one who would go back to his place with him. He sure is loving the single life. The only thing is, though, he was doing it while he was still married, too. Not quite this openly, though. Machine Gun Kelly. 
This singer set up shop uh, at a bar and had someone bring in women until he found one that would go bring home me with him. Uh, he is sure loving single life. Uh, the thing is, though, he was doing this while he was still married, too, just not so openly. Did we know they got divorced yep. and then we know the marriage and everything? Yep. And it's a singer. Yep. Is he in a band or a solo guy? Both. Oh. All three, I oh. guess. I mean, multiple bands and the singer solo. A literate. A literate. Joe Jonas. Yep. Oh my God. If somebody said, I have a man Easy. for you to meet, and they said, here he is, I'd be like, I got to go. You're a better woman than I. I No, just because I'm not <laughs> attracted to him in any way. I, I would still I'd be, be like, like okay. what are we doing? Yeah. You want. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, Yeah, like what's going on? We going to dinner first, or we just, you know, what are we doing? I would go. You look kind of douchey. What's your story? (laughs) Better woman than I. What's your story? Great opening line. I'm Joe Jonas. I'd be like, sing me a song, take me to dinner. I mean, show me what being a celebrity is all about. And also, you're horrible, but we we don't have to focus. (laughs) Yeah, let's not. Oh gosh. Oh well, I hope this all really does Let come out be so clear. Sophie Turner doesn't look like the bad one in the relationship. Maybe they were both bad. I don't know. Well, clearly. what are you going to be clear about? What? I just want to be clear with him that I would still judge him. <laughs> but you would do things. You would go to accept his just, food. I know. I'm just saying I have morals. Love. They're just not very <laughs> they're hidden. They're, yeah. <laughs> So quickly filling in the blind there, Joe Jonas apparently set up shop at a bar and had someone bring in women until he found one that would go home with him. How uh, does he's that loving the single life? Although he's been doing this while he was married. Like I'm Sophie. just gonna hang out here at the table. And you how can just long bring do the you? By. How long do you wait until you bail on one? You're like, she's not gonna go home with me. I mean, do you just flat out ask her, or do you say like, uh, no thanks, and then hit the road and then hey bob you got another one back there <laughs> like what is that is that and they're waiting backstage like it's an audition well they do say you have a first impression in the first 60 seconds you know if you're going to like somebody or not or you have a connection with them so oh. 60 mm. seconds it's speed dating at the bar yeah do you have a seconds. question like what's your question to like separate the weed from the chaff oh you mean me personally no i'm saying you're sitting there at the table yeah. you're speed dating like uh-huh. what's the question you ask that will indicate to you relatively quickly or not whether you want to continue the date. What do you think about your mother? Oh, okay. If they treat their mother bad, do not date them. Yeah. Just break up with them if they start being mean to their mom. I don't care who she is. Do not do it. I, I think you also tell me something horrible about the last person you dated. Oh, God. Boy, this is speed dating. Yeah. Because then it, if they get real nasty, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, okay, well. What are you going to say about me? Exactly. There you go. Nice. You, you're like, who's getting the bill? What's your favorite kind of ice cream flavor? <laughs> Not so much. Mm. We learned some great dating techniques today. Great job. We you did. Too. Oh, my God. We kind of did it all today. Yeah. Anything else we learned? Oh, yeah. This is the learning moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's um, reflect back on what our blinds um, today taught through, us. Come, come through. through. Don't judge a book by its cover. Why? Um, Brittany's book. Oh. And I kind of like the cover. And Don wouldn't know she hasn't got it yet. I don't have it. <laughs> That's true. I don't have it. Um, I'm a slow reader too. What am I going to do? I really feel like you could have planned this better. Hmm. Yeah, I should have gotten the audiobook. <laughs> I've, I've considered just downloading the audiobook and biting the bullet. Do it, and you can. Re- I mean, it's fun to hear Michelle Williams talk. Yeah, and plus it's more uh, 
you know, my time is valuable. It is. I can't be is... reading a page and falling asleep because that's what really happens. And your time is Same. valuable too, dear listener. Thank you for giving it to us. If you want to listen to any back episodes of Blinded by the Item, download them to your heart's content wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcast, Spotify, you name it. And we'll be back again tomorrow with a fresh crop of Blinded by, by the, the item. item. Let's do it together, sorry. Blinded, Blinded by, by the, the item. item. Bye. Bye.